We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily we forgot to grow up Hey everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. And we're missing an Andrew because power outages, they're a thing. Turns out that you can't record, all, well, unless we get them out with the, uh, with like, you know, you know, like a, like a, like a pedal bike yeah. to, to turn a reel to reel tape and then we convert it from the tape to digital later on. Yeah. But we're talking about Andrew here who yeah, well, he's, struggles to record this each Which week. is funny because he's the only one who types his notes out. So he's... He's the least technologically savvy. He got some. He got. He got a Mac so that it would do it for him. Yeah. And he types his anyway. He's still yeah. Not, he types his. I write mine up still too. It's it's a very not, weird system we all have here. Exactly. I've got a friggin' notebook, <laughs> and he's got you know his type notes. But hey, we don't judge on the Forgot to Grow Up podcast unless not you're true. into things that not we true. don't like. Yeah, I was gonna say absolutely. <laughs> That's literally we, all we do. We, all we do is judge, especially your taste. But today. Today we are pandering to our American audience. Happy Thanksgiving, you weirdos. Why is it on a Thursday? Why is it in November? Why, why is it in November? Why we don't so play football on our Thanksgiving. Why do you have to play it on yours? These are all very weird questions. Why do you have so few actually good Thanksgiving movies for us to watch? That's a thing we'll get into as well, because there, there isn't any. There isn't it. There's a big long that, that's list. It. That's it. Episode's like, done. Thank you for listening this week, guys. We're uh, we just discussed Thanksgiving movies. Yep. That's that's it. That's that's all nah. there is really to say. We we'll, we'll we'll talk about those in a second. Then we're gonna talk about what we watch this week, and I guarantee I will bet you a Black Friday sale that the what we watch this week segment is a lot longer than the Thanksgiving movie segment. Quite. I feel like we're is. letting Andrew down in his absence that we're not gonna be able to carry this lack of content into a longer section because for some reason he'd be able to do that but he leads the tangents off a lot yeah better. that's the thing which is funny because we've just gone into a pretty lengthy tangent about absolutely nothing so let's talk right about on thanksgiving track movies. <laughs> we're, we're back again we're back let's let's talk uh let's talk thanksgiving movies um for a holiday that is so i want to say ingrained in the american culture yeah uh, because they make a gigantic freaking deal over it. It there's surprisingly few that I could th- first of all that I could think of. Second yeah, there's of all still that like I classics could find that like anywhere. automatically pop to mind, like, which you've probably got more than I do since mine has a grand total of one, and I had to Google it to make sure it was actually a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> You're talking about Charlie Brown? No, no. See, no. I thought you were gonna I have even, Charlie Brown. There's I, a Charlie I, Brown a Thanksgiving something. Like, I know, and I already t- mentioned that on the... Uh, see, the reason why I didn't have it written down immediately for this is because we're talking movies, and it's technically a television special. So I was uh, going to make a case, but I'm like, I've brought it up twice. How many more times should I bring up Charlie Brown on the Forgot to Grow Up podcast? The answer fair. is one more time. Obviously, Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown. It has, yeah. to, it has to fit. I feel like it, that's the only like one that I could say is like a classic one that sticks out in my mind. That's like, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's Thanksgiving. You you know how to define the best the best way to define what a Thanksgiving or Christmas or any other holiday movie is is does it come on TV every single year at the same time? 
Yeah. And if the answer is yes, and it's not called Die Hard, <laughs> then you found yourself a holiday movie. Exactly. And it's like, this is so like, there's so few. Like I'm look, I have a list right here. It says um, from Wikipedia, it says list of films set around Thanksgiving. Set around. Set around Thanksgiving. Not even like, not even <laughs> Thanksgiving movies. Like here's the turkey. Yeah, it's there's a scene in these movies that have Thanksgiving in it. Now, there's Ugh. granted there's a few like there's National Lampoon's Thanksgiving Family Reunion. Did you know that was a thing? Is that a film? And who the hell is in that? Brian Cranston is in this oh, one. Oh wow! Yes, all it's right. from 2003. That's all I know about it. But I was just like, I knew it stuck out to me because it's uh, a National, National Lampoon. Lampoon one. But I'm like, I know this is post. Uh, uh, Chevy Chase right yeah. so it's like I was just it caught my eye immediately when it's, I saw it and the fact that Brian Cranston I'm like what and I just look at the cover and I'm like oh it's it's basically um, it, it I, I'm reading the uh, the plot summary okay. I guess yeah. and it's which first of all Brian Cranston as a young man is a strange thing to behold yeah he played um, some odd like bef- like before breaking bad he plays yeah, he's such a peculiar roles yeah <laughs> um oh it is it's a little bit different from uh from i was gonna say it's like christmas vacation but it's not um all mitch snyder wants for his family is a traditional holiday feast with the relatives the problem is that he doesn't have any that is until he gets an v- invitation in the mail from his long lost cousin woodrow what follows is a full course meal of long, non-stop laughs when the neurotic suburbanites clash with the hippie hicks from hell and National Lampoon's most outrageous family misadventure yet. It's Christmas vacation set around Thanksgiving without Chevy Chase and any of the good parts from yeah. the look of it. That's what it sounds like. All right. Yeah, so we're pretty much one for two on uh, Thanksgiving uh, movies. That one at least makes, like, that That seems like a Thanksgiving movie. It doesn't look very good. But yes, but at least like... they aimed it at Thanksgiving, and I get it. So, yeah. like, that makes sense. We'll give them credit for that one. But some of these are stretches. Like, they've got funny people on here, and I'm like, that has funny. one scene. That has one funny people scene of it. Thanksgiving. It's how it, like, I've concludes. never seen funny people, but if you told me it was a Thanksgiving movie, I would laugh at you, probably. You're a funny person. If you exactly so like this list is a little ridiculous like that it's got grumpy old men on it and i'm like does i don't remember if that has a scene all i remember is grumpy old men i don't remember any thanksgiving so it's like does that does that count does it count really i don't know i i, I wouldn't qualify it as one but <laughs> neither would i yeah but, exactly we're this we're here to discuss it that's the point that's true that's true um then they've got jack and jill which is one i've definitely not seen so i can't speak no, to neither. that one or not uh, it says his the poster on it says his twin sister is coming for the holiday. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's coming. That for might be Thanksgiving. a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, that, that makes that sense. That sounds then. like a Thanksgiving movie. That's an Adam Sandler movie, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's post. Yeah. Um, Forget what's it called, all so I don't watch of it. that. Yeah, <laughs> look, that's actually where I dropped that's the off. one. That's the one where he plays both Jack and Jill, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't have time for any of that. Neither do I. I that was 2011. I think that's exactly oh, where I wow. dropped off of him. Yeah, that's definitely where I dropped off of him. Right around I, that time. I thought that was older. All right. Yeah, we're no. It's just we're getting older. <laughs> Stop saying that. Uh, but one I thought you would maybe bring up, which maybe it's is it the one you maybe have written down is planes, trains, and automobiles. You better believe that's the one I had to look up. Okay, yeah. you you, you have was, to talk about this one because I've never I, seen it. <clears throat> I very briefly remembered as we were talking about the before we started the podcast. I was I was thinking about what movies could possibly fit in that it was like planes trains and automobiles involves driving home for something but what is it for 
and so I looked it up, and it's Thanksgiving. Uh, you need to watch this one, Scott. I think I do. We've talked about it's it a couple Scott, times. John Candy and uh, Steve Martin. Steve? I think yeah. it's Steve, yeah. Steve and Martin. And so I, yeah, no, I definitely been meaning to watch this. Uh, I don't have a good defense as to why I haven't. I believe it's, it's on Netflix. A, I don't think it is. No? If it, if it is, I know what I'm watching later. It's going to yeah. be on my list for next week, that's for sure. And I definitely have no excuse if it is. Yeah. Uh, if um, it's not, I have a little bit more of an excuse, but not much because my grandparents definitely had this movie kicking around my childhood it's a better john candy movie than uncle buck which i don't think is a very um brave thing for me to say yeah that's fair (laughs) i don't i think i saw uncle buck when i was a lot younger and i think see the problem is a few of his roles blur in together for me so it's like i can't remember if i saw that or if that was the scene in Home Alone that he was in, <laughs> you know, well, he was in. So in, in Home Alone, he's the Poker King of Chicago yeah. and or wherever they run it. Or she runs into him at the uh, at airport. an airport. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why uh, it vaguely crosses over. The bus. Yeah. But planes, trains and automobiles. I can't remember the exact. You know what? Let me just look it up. That seems like the easy thing to do here. Yeah. No, that one, uh, like I said, that one I don't have a really good excuse why I've never seen it. It's one of those classics I've been meaning to kind of get to because it's, I think it's on the top 100 whatever films you're supposed to watch, which I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't think, you know, comedies don't tend to make it onto it, but I guess it's a little bit more of it's, a... It's, uh, yeah, it's a better movie than you think it would be. Yeah, which is definitely like something I, is why I want to get to it because I'm like, I've heard a lot of good things and I like these two at like you know, uh, a John Hughes. And then we got Steve Martin and John Candy. Like that's, there's no reason why I haven't watched it except I just haven't. And, exactly. Yeah. So basically, um, Steve Martin's character just wants to get home for Thanksgiving. His flight gets canceled due to bad weather. So he decides to take another way to get there, which is how you end up with the title planes, trains and automobiles. They're, they basically just kind of ha- hack their way across yeah. wherever they're coming from to wherever they're going. And he doesn't want, john candy's character to come along with him that's that's kind of the idea okay well so it, so there's pretty just much a bunch what's of, it called that road trip movie or it's it's like it's very similar to due date that with, was the one uh, due date yeah. yeah with zach galifianakis and um robert downey jr yeah very similar to that except that it was made in 1987 involves two of the funniest people from canada yeah and uh is probably more family friendly Oh, that's and, interesting. And and features one of my favorite lines in a film that I like to quote to this day, which is, those aren't pillows. Referring to John Candy's <laughs> butt. Because Steve Martin falls asleep in the car on John Candy's butt. Yeah, anyway, that was the point in the, the <laughs> bit. See? See, does uh, it not sound like a fantastic that film? That does sound great. Like I said, did you see if it was on Netflix? I did not get that far. Okay. I got distracted looking up the synopsis. I will That's look that fair. up. That was the only thing that was on my uh, on my list of Thanksgiving movies. So you can continue on with the, with the actual list. Yeah, so I'm just flipping through I'll, the that ones, ones that I've actually seen. That one's and the like, only legitimate Thanksgiving movie that I'll put on that list. That and the other one that you mentioned about Jack and Jill. I'll. Yeah, Jack it, and Jill seem like it. It pains me to say that it can be on the list. Yeah, we'll give it to them, even though I haven't seen it and I don't, I don't plan to. Uh, the next one I'm seeing that I'm like, hmm, is Tower Heist. I don't know if you saw this one. That was with uh, that's the one with Alan Alda in it, isn't it? Uh, he might be one of them. I, j- I know it's got Ben Stiller. 
and uh, Eddie Murphy. They're the two I main ones. I feel like I've seen everyone this. Everyone else I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking pretty at sure, I'm pretty sure Alan Alda is the, uh, the antagonist in this film. Yeah, he is. I've seen this. Okay. Yeah. I can't I, remember the plot, though. But, yeah, like um, Ben Stiller, Eddie Murphy, Casey Affleck, Alan Alda, Matthew Broderick, Judd Hirsch. Um, there's a handful of people in this movie. So does it? What does it, I know? I remember like them robbing something. Yeah, the whole point is that they're ripping off Alan Alda because he's like a jerk or something. Is it happening during Thanksgiving then? Uh, John Kovac, Josh Kovacs is the manager of a high-rise condominium in New York. He's close to all the tenants, especially financier Arthur Shaw, who is Alan Alda. One day Shaw is arrested by the FBI for fraud. Josh thinks it's a misunderstanding to be resolved, but later he learns that the employee's pension fund, which he asked Shaw to handle, is gone. When one of the employees tries to kill himself, Josh's view of Shaw... Wow, this is a lot darker than I thought. Views of Shaw change. He goes to see him and loses his temper in his job. The FBI agent in charge tell him that Shaw might walk and recovering the pension fund is unlikely. She tells him it's been rumored that Shaw has $20 million lying around. Thinks he knows where it is. Two other fired employees, an evicted tenant, rob him. Nothing about Thanksgiving. Okay, so my only guess is the reason it's on this list is maybe it happens during the Thanksgiving parade. And they might make reference to yeah. um, to Thanksgiving because they've lost their money and stuff like that. I don't know. The One of the plot keywords is Ponzi scheme, but this is very clearly not one. So I don't yeah. know. Okay, we're taking that off the list. Um, it doesn't qualify. So, so far we have two out of what, like 10? No, I've gone through like a hundred. I just half of these I haven't even seen. You know, we got to give Garfield's Thanksgiving, I guess, credit, but that's a TV film, so I don't know if we're counting it. Yeah, but so Uh, is National Lampoon's Holiday Reunion. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair enough. That was just a TV movie. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of cartoon ones that did, like Elvin and the Chipmunks have a Thanksgiving celebration. That's a TV film. So there's a few cartoon ones, but I've never seen them. So we'll just. We'll give it to ones that have it in the name. You know what I mean? If it says Thanksgiving yeah. in the name, clearly you're about Thanksgiving. So I'll give it to you for the most part. I'm not going to argue with them because I haven't seen a lot of these. Um, so yeah, I mainly bring up the ones I've seen on this list that I'm like, I don't know if this makes the list or not. Like, You've Got Mail. I've never seen that, to be honest. Uh, but I, I know it's about people emailing each other. I don't know if that has to do with Thanksgiving, though. Let's look it up real quick. Okay. We got nothing else to do it's got tom hanks we've, in it, we gotta make up to some remember. time we don't have exy here to help exactly all he'd do is tell us about how he saw it and we need to get our heads out of our asses so <laughs> yeah it's tom hanks and i i don't know why but meg ryan for some reason seems like something that he'd want us to like you know like another reason Maybe. he would like that re- that movie but i don't know i, I want to speak for him i just but. like tom hanks but i don't think i'd watch this movie uh, two business rivals who despise each other in real life unwittingly fall in love over the internet. There's nothing about Thanksgiving here. <laughs> okay, so it just so happens. It, literally, gonna, some yeah. of these, I swear, just happened in November, and that's why it's on this list. Or they <laughs> come out in November. That's that's Because, like, that was the case with... Uh, no, this one was released 18th of December, 1998. It was a Christmas movie. <laughs> so you like... No. But it's not actually a Christmas movie, because it doesn't say anything about Christmas. Which one is that? That's uh, You Got Mail. Okay. I'm still well, looking. 
Like, I feel like they just, they put it during, like, they'll say during the holiday season, and then they'll, they'll yeah, be like, oh, well, yeah, it falls under these two. The it's Americans like, well, that's December are, and November for some, in America, pretty much. The Americans have so many holidays that they're just like, here, have a Columbus Day, and have a day off when the Canadians have their Thanksgiving, and here, have another day off here, and oh, let's just put our Thanksgiving on a Thursday, and really close to Christmas, so that, you know, by the time you unpack yourself thursday night after dinner and you, you go out shopping on friday morning like you might as well just stay in bed until christmas because it's all just one big long happy holiday season i'm not bitter scott no the thing i was just thinking is like we can't say too much though because us canadians invented family day because we didn't have a day off in february uh, you know why <laughs> i'm i'm going to say it's mental health that's that's going to be my yeah, that's the claim. thing they came up with, too. Then and they I made two more that. civil holidays it's... since Family Day, which they haven't even named yet. They're just like, Remember yeah, we, we need days off in January or July and something else. <laughs> well, they they made Remembrance Day technically a holiday. I mean, I didn't get it, but some people do. Well, it was on a Sunday this year. Yeah, so. I know, but it's supposed to fall on the, on the Monday then. That's a, That was a bank holiday. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the Americans got the Monday off because it was uh, Veterans Day? Yes. If you're American, you listen to this. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Armistice Day actually falls on the 11th like our Remembrance Day does. And then they have their own they have their own vetre- Veterans Day where they do their veterans thing. I believe so, too. And then they get a day off for that. Which they lazy, should for veterans. But that's lazy fair. Lazy Americans. <laughs> that's fair. I, I support that one. I feel like Remembrance Day is another one. We... We should definitely make it a holiday, at least for, you know, for weekdays people. when you have yeah, so that you can have the day off and and go to the to the cenotaph and stuff. Yeah, and to like the um the war memorial here in Ottawa, because yeah, I exactly. live in our nation's capital, Canada, yeah. Canada's nation capital for yeah. our international listener. Everybody who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love making small listener oh. jokes, like audience jokes. It's one day fun. we're gonna have a lot of listeners and it'll be even we, funnier then if we ever cut down our episode length because that's something i've given thought to <laughs> but if we ever cut down our episode length to something that's manageable by normal human beings yeah then we'll have more than two listeners and that joke will be so much funnier right now it's just a sad truth it's <laughs> uh, kind of Let's kind just get back to Thanksgiving before we talk about it more. <laughs> all right. More Thanksgiving movies. And hit, hit me with something else. Scott, okay. So on. we just got through all the comedies uh, that I knew that were on this that I wanted to debate about. Now we're on to dramas that are oh fall under the dramas set around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving movie. That sounds terrible. Why would you make a dramatic holiday movie? Well, some of these, again, I'm like, the blind side's a football you, movie. Diet. It maybe yeah, has one not a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving scene movie. in it. Yeah. I mean... Props to Michael Lewis because he wrote that and I love him, but that's not a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, again, like just because football season falls around the same time as Thanksgiving doesn't mean that it's, <laughs> it's a right Thanksgiving back to movie. the Americans again. Uh, so the next one I see is Brokeback Mountain. I've never seen that, so I can't speak to that. It could have been no. I don't know what they were doing in the mountains. I don't want to speak. Okay, maybe to it them. was over Thanksgiving. Maybe they're having a nice turkey dinner. I don't know. Uh, so they probably were. Oh, what were you to say? 
I don't know. That's a euphemism, maybe? I don't know. I said they probably were, so I'm making it a euphemism. It is now. Fair enough. Okay, so we'll just we'll say that's a maybe on the list. I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to it. Uh, next one is Castaway, which I vaguely remember him... That maybe. cannot be a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, because he's on don't... the island for multiple Thanksgivings, if anything. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like he's there for the day and he's like, well, shit, now I gotta shoot a turkey. Yeah, I think this one falls under just because either he... Like when he crashes, I think it's over Thanksgiving. Or he's on his way home from Thanksgiving or... Yeah, maybe that's after he gets rescued, it's Thanksgiving, maybe. That's that's a stretch. That's a super stretch. We're not going to count that one. Uh, Let's see. Giant. Do I know Giant? No, that's definitely not one I know. 1956. Yeah, no, definitely not. That sounds like something maybe I saw. Um, Oh, so both the Rockies are on here. I haven't seen the first two Rockies in a very long time. I mean, uh, again, I think this is one of those cases where it falls around winter and they're like, yeah, that's a Thanksgiving movie. And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. No. My, what's, what's, what I like most about this discussion that we're having about what makes a Thanksgiving movie and what doesn't is that by our own definition now, no one can say Die Hard is a th- is a Christmas movie, and that just makes me happy because it's not. <laughs> yeah, I've never been one of those people who supported that. I was just like, okay, good. It's it's an so, action movie. Like, so, I, I'm fine with you wanting to watch it during Christmas. Like, yeah, that's fine if it's, it's your holiday movie, but it's yeah. not a Christmas movie. It's it's just one you watch nope. during Christmas. Like, but now the Forgot to Grow Up podcast has an official stance on it. So that's, that just makes minus, me feel. We have a two thirds stance because. <laughs> We can't speak um, for Andrew. <laughs> well, we've outvoted him. If we can't, that's fair. If a summer blockbuster too. has to happen after May t- the May two four weekend, then, yeah, I think we're uh, allowed to designate. Is this then, this movie doesn't take place only on the twenty fifth of December? <laughs> it does, though. That's the problem. It's just not based around Christmas. That's the point. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's true. Fight true, us. True. True. That's, that's Continue. the whole other topic. Um, yeah, so besides the Rockies, the only other one I, I see one movie that's called Straight Thanksgiving. It's a 2004 American short film. American short film? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to count that. That's a... Uh, well, I can't even find it. Yep, so this one I'm not going to count it. <laughs> I find movies called... Hang on. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, so thank you very much for... Yeah. Um, what else have I got? The Thanksgiving House, an old-fashioned Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Family Reunion, Thanksgiving from 2016, Thanksgiving from 2014, uh, Thanksgiving Day from 1990. See more results. Has Mary Tyler Moore in it. <laughs> I've never heard of any. Of Thanksgiving 2007 short. Is that the one? Did you say 2007? Yeah, I think I did. I Sorry, I was scrolling more. <laughs> no one Let's say yes. Movie. Let's say yes while I'm trying to find it again. Oh, 2004. I can't remember if okay. you said 2004. That makes more sense. This is parody of thriller of the thrillers movie trailers. Okay, it's then. It's got one hell of a, of a cover, and <laughs> no one's in it. Yeah. But there are right. such, uh, such characters as the deputy and the cheerleader. And the vomiting cousin, and the human turkey, the the human turkey. Yeah, it's a horror. That's short. that sounds like a very very shitty movie. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, onward and upward from that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of the dramas are just a wash. I don't really, I haven't seen any of these or heard of any of these, and I don't think you. Maybe a time, 
time to remember you might know i don't know i sounds like familiar but guess what i haven't seen that yeah i haven't seen either Uh, now we're on to family movies and there's a couple on this there's piles of them there's actually not as many as you'd think because i think a lot of them they put under like the uh comedy section as opposed to family uh but a couple of these i'm like very questionable like miracle on 34th street i have not seen this christmas movie yes you dumb idiots it's justification here just says spanning from thanksgiving to christmas and i'm like well technically christmas vacation does a lot of things do too just because how short yeah. that period is it's two weeks yeah. <laughs> it, it, well it's yeah it's a month but um yeah. it, i guess it 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 seems like it when you watch when you watch the movie and they got like the advent calendar thing going and it i'm pretty sure that at one point early in the movie they're watching the macy's thanksgiving day parade and then it goes into christmas so i guess i'd have a hard time calling it a thanksgiving movie but i will start watching it on american thanksgiving (laughs) and watch it every single day until christmas because that's just what you do yeah no no i get that and i wouldn't argue against it as a christmas movie the only thing i would say against it being a thanksgiving is both the descriptions of wikipedia for like the 1947 and like the two uh remakes since it says American Christmas and then comedy drama film or you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like American Christmas Thanksgiving or American holiday. It's it says Christmas. So yeah. I don't know. Uh the next one is the Santa Claus and I'm like, that's uh literally not Thanksgiving. Yes. That's, that that's that will be featured on our Christmas episode. Exactly. And it says even says in the thing, it says spanning a year. And yep. I'm like, well, it's a whole freaking year. Yeah, Thanksgiving happens once a year. Like I'm so <laughs> Twice a year if you're close to the border. That's true. That's true. And if you, you know, if you're like us and decide to celebrate it by recording two different Thanksgiving episodes. <laughs> when you're lazy producers. <laughs> we know how to make content. It's fine. It's going to be one of our next parody songs. <laughs> We'll leave that to Andrew. He's really good with those. He is better at writing. Yeah, he wrote our theme, technically. Well, Did he? Okay. He that wrote, was collaborative. He wrote one. a lot of the words, but I already had written a song that is is the song that we used. Anyway, that's not important yeah. today. We're, we're done with the family films. Yeah, we're almost done, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much done. <laughs> yeah, I can um, feel that ramping down. There's there's a list of horror ones. That I just want to list off horror the names. Horror Thanksgiving just films? They're right, just, they're just, some of them are just kind of interesting. One, the first one's just alien abduction uh, incident in Lake County. It's from 1998, uh, and it's a family is terrorized by extraterrestrial creatures while celebrating Thanksgiving. That sounds like it counts. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. like the day. Uh, the next one is Blood Rage. Uh, a psychopath goes on a homicidal rampage after the twin brother he framed for murder years earlier escapes on Thanksgiving. Ooh, all right that that counts too I'll these horror that. ones are doing the best job so far of actually like involving thanksgiving. Actually happening on yeah. thanksgiving yeah so I'm, I'm counting both of these next one is blood freak right. giant turkey monster that's yeah. the only description <laughs> only description and that's all you need that that says thanksgiving in the name <laughs> giant turkey monster yeah that's from that sounds like a forgot to grow up episode title <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking too of uh okay that is that is right in our wheelhouse yes it is the next one i got is boogeyman which is from 2005 around thanksgiving a man is stalked by the entity that haunted his childhood yep i can see that 
that's like a metaphor for bad family thanksgivings yeah that makes Mm -hmm. sense i'm I'm down with that yeah next one's just home sweet home an escaped mental patient embarks on a killing spree over thanksgiving weekend again that's very that's literally the thanksgiving for versus halloween i like it down for it now we're getting into like the straight you guys were not very creative with this name but i'm cool with it thanksgiving yep (laughs) 2007 short film yeah, well, there's the 2006 one, and then there's a 2007 one. Okay, the 2007 short, we already talked about that. Yeah, the 2006 one says two couples are taken captive and tortured by a sadist during Thanksgiving dinner. And then after this, I see Thanksgiving. A 2009, a group of students are hunted by a demonic turkey during Thanksgiving break. <laughs> Man, these guys win. The oh. horror movies are so much better than... See, yeah. My yep. my thought would be, why would you make a, a holiday movie that isn't a, a comedy? Like, why make a drama holiday yeah. movie that sounds terrible? That sounds depressing. Like, I don't or at least, at least a family movie. Yeah. Like a Miracle on 34th Street for Christmas. You know, like a holiday movie should at least be, you know, entertaining. Yeah, and not no, dramatic. Agree and sad but these horror films are great yeah i'm just thinking i'm like i like this and i endorse all these they all seem to all have an under I want to half watch a million the budget giant, yeah i want to watch the giant turkey ones <laughs> yeah. but i don't like horror movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm catch right 22 <laughs> okay we're done with the horror ones all we got left is musical there's only two i've never heard of either of them and then we're going cool. on the thrillers I haven't Jeez. heard of any of them, but one's by Alfred Hitchcock, North oh. by Northwest. Does it have turkeys in it? It had Cary Grant, so I feel like this is a classic, so we sh- we can't just walk North past it, but I've never Northwest. seen it. Cary so Grant. I- yeah, I know this is a definitely one of those classics that I'm supposed to have watched. A hapless New York City advertising executive is mistaken for a government agent by a group of foreign spies and is pursued across the country while he looks for a way to survive. That doesn't sound very Thanksgiving-y. That just sounds like it takes place in November. Don't, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like a... All right, we're not counting it. Sorry, Alfred. Sorry, Carrie Grant. Yeah. (laughs) The tagline, it's a deadly game of tag and Carrie Grant is it. Doesn't say cluck cluck or anything about a demon turkey. Doesn't count. (laughs) Nope. Uh, the only other one I see on this list before we're done is just under other. It says The Last Waltz, and then, which is a documentary film directed by Martin Scorsese, uh, and about the bands. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was gonna say that's a music documentary. Yeah, and then same with the, there's also The Doors here, which I know is also a is a biopic, right? Yeah. A bio- uh, yeah. Yeah, a biopic with uh, about Jim Morrison starring Val Kilmer so, is what this says. I cannot believe this is about to happen. Yeah. But The Last Waltz is a Thanksgiving movie. No, The Last Waltz, it said it, like, it does yeah, seem like it, it took place on ni- Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving 1976, San Francisco's Winterland Theater. The band performs its last concert after 16 years on the road. Yeah, no, that one definitely counts, like especially yeah. since the documentary. That that seems like a good one. That one I kind of want to watch, to be honest. I don't know anything about any of those, but it sounds interesting to me. The band is good. The band consists of a lot of uh, very good musicians. I'm not a fan of their their name, but and I'm looking lot, at well, like the list. You know why they're you know why they're called the band? 
You know, I'm seeing that now, like with all these na- big names. I'm like, oh no, you guys yeah. definitely were the band. No, they're 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 called the band because they were um, they were Bob Dylan's backup band. Oh, so okay. it was Bob Dylan and the band. Gotcha. And okay. So they were just like, all right, well, we're the band. And then they, okay, and that explains why they got like the rope, like all the. And then you know they've got like Lee Von Helm, Robbie Robertson, Eric Clapton, Neil Diamond. Yeah, well, those are just guys that are performing outside of it, but yeah. Uh, okay. Ridiculous, ridiculous band. That sounds like um, I really definitely want to check that one out. That one's going on my list. Robbie Robertson. Yeah, no, I can one, find it. I've never seen it, but it's uh, it's worth it. Robbie Robertson's Canadian. He's from Toronto. I like it. I'm interested. I'm very curious about this one. This one I'm just kind of interested. I like like it's particularly because it's Martin Scorsese, and I'm like, he did a documentary. Hmm. Kind of that like sparks my curiosity more. Back like, in '78, about yeah. something very important. Um, let me. I'm just looking at something really. Oh, Levon Helm. I was just looking to see. Levon Helm's been in a bunch of stuff. I don't know who That's that is. <laughs> He's a member of the band. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's a guy. He's a guy. He was. Uh, a guy. Well, I've made it to the end That's of this it. list. Yay. That's all I got for you. I can't believe we did it. We did something. We got we like half hour a lot that. longer on that. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but that brings us to our favorite segment. Craig, what, what did you watch this week? week? <laughs> what did I watch this week? Well, this week, I watched Airplane. Nice. Um, yeah. Airplane is not on Netflix anymore. I was very disappointed. That is disappointing. Uh, but it is on Prime Video. So that's, that's a bonus. You can always watch Airplane because it's on somewhere. Yeah, I've, that's one thing that's been I've noticed a lot lately too. Is they seem to just be like when they leave Netflix, like give it a week or two, and they'll pop up on pop up Prime on a lot of the time. Yeah, so. exactly. I'll find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'll hunt you down, Airplane. <laughs> always until I buy you on Amazon because I will break down eventually and just do it. Yeah. But you know what I learned about Airplane this week, and that's why I was watching it because I saw a post about it on Reddit, and I was like, I haven't seen Airplane in a while. I'm gonna watch it again. Right, what was um, that? They cast the movie deliberately with very serious actors. Okay. Like Les- Leslie Nielsen had never done a comedy. Okay. For Airplane, and a lot of the other actors had never done a comedy before Airplane, and they did that deliberately so that they would deliver the 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 lines very yeah. very seriously, and very that would deadpan. add to the exactly, yeah. and that would add to the comedy value of it, and it freaking worked that's brilliant that's so that yeah. sparked off his pretty much his naked gun career well it was his it it, it gave him popularity because no one really well i don't want to say no one but no one right now knows what leslie nielsen was in before he was in airplane and then the naked gun and police squad um that's so fair. well in like, my our defense a lot of that happened before exactly we were born, that's why so. i said no one now because yeah. we're all young people who weren't even alive to see airplane yeah I, I was just born knowing that he was in a bunch of stuff you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah exactly and all of it's really entertaining and his delivery is fantastic oh yeah and that's what makes that that's that's what uh makes that movie particularly entertaining is is the fact that they are just they're serious actors who don't do comedy bits yeah they're and they're, they're all like, coming in doing dr- right for drama <laughs> exactly here deliver your lines <laughs> and they do it very well oh they do excellent bits that's so, one of those timeless I, ones. Exactly. Almost. Well, you can always go back and watch Airplane. Yeah. There's no, nothing wrong with it. There's a couple things where you're like, that's not funny anymore. Or it, yeah. you have to know why it was funny back then for it to be funny now. 
especially like around the airport itself because of how much airports have changed in our lifespan definitely much less from the 80s so yeah you look at it and you're like hey that's funny like even the cab scene yeah there's so much in that that like oh yeah you could not get away with any of that (laughs) exactly so there all of that makes that movie very entertaining there are parts of it that are obviously horrible yeah Um, that's what i was just thinking from a nowadays perspective however i don't like to look at things through that lens yeah Um, no i'm a little bit better at like looking at it from at the time and i so so there's there's the one scene where ted uh our main character and the hero of the story unwittingly yeah with a drinking problem um he's telling a story and everybody that he tells a story to ends up killing themselves in some really horrible way because he just drones on and on and on so the first old lady he's telling the story to she hangs herself and then the second guy he's talking to is a is a japanese man and he stabs himself in the stomach with a sword yeah and that's and a then, little yeah well which <laughs> you know is what it is and then the third's a, a a middle eastern gentleman with a turban on and he takes gasoline and pours it all over himself and then goes to light himself on fire like who who definitely looks like a white guy in in uh in what yeah. amounts to blackface so yeah that, you do, that's do a whole lot that, of problems wrapped into one little turban do with that what you will we we don't deal with that because it happened already so I would, you know what that's that's my perspective on it it's not cool and would not happen again yeah. same thing with the jive talking black men yeah that hilarious I, scene but definitely not something that yeah you i don't think you could crucify it for you know now in hindsight it's not very fair especially especially since it's um like it's not it's not like it's making it's it's not implying that they're that that's all what what black people are either it's because kareem abdul jabbar very clearly is not yes only capable of speaking jive he's capable of being roger murdoch (laughs) Because he is not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> so I watched that yep. before we devolve into a social commentary. Yeah, we definitely uh, want then, that. It's, it's exactly. so funny that when there's just two people, we end up going into like very like serious Weird kind of topics. Yeah, yeah. We want to talk about the serious stuff. We got to talk about the fun stuff. Yes. Hot Shots. I went, to, I, I went and watched Hot Shots because I was like, I've, I've watched Airplane. Now I got to watch Airplane's younger brother. Yep. Um entertaining i, I realized since i was a kid which is a terrible thing to say out loud you <laughs> should you should watch it again i hadn't seen it until andrew gave me the dvd for my birthday oh um, that's yeah hilarious. that makes sense though there's certain scenes that i'm like oh you your parents would not have let you watch that as when you were younger uh, yeah <laughs> i'm glad i watched top gun first because that makes way more sense once it you've makes seen so much yeah which in my defense as a child i had them slightly overlapping in certain things Mainly the egg cracking scene. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember which one that was until I eventually learned in my life what a spoof movie actually was. Yeah. Yes, that is absolutely hot shot. (laughs) Yeah, no, Um, I know that now in hindsight, but there was definitely a point in my life I could not have told you the difference. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, I've seen it now twice all the way through, and uh, I realized just how many other actors there are like in that in that movie because the first time through it's like oh look it's charlie sheen yeah. and john crier and a handful of other people that i recognize but then i realized that um ryan styles is in it the oh, uh, the guy yeah. from uh 
who's, from who's who's line? Yeah. yeah yeah you don't really you don't see his face but you can hear his voice and i never really heard it the first time but then i was like holy shit that's ryan styles that's great <laughs> and uh the guy that plays marshall's dad in how i met your mother he's in it um oh yes yes okay yeah and i was blanking for a second now i remember big guy yeah yeah they're um yeah they're they are um charlie sheen's i can't remember which one's which but one's marshall's dad is charlie sheen's dad in the movie okay and um ryan styles is uh carrie elway's dad in the movie which is funny because ryan styles has dark hair and so does charlie sheen and carrie elway's and Marshall's yeah. dad have blonde hair, but anyway, that's <laughs> not important right now. Uh, and the um, the lady who plays the uh, the Navy psychiatrist, she's in. Um, I'm pretty sure she's in Zoolander too. She's the Interpol agent. Oh, I think so too. I think I literally looked her up recently for some reason. Yeah, I was just I just clued in as I was watching. I was like, I've seen you. As- oh, swimsuit <laughs> model. Uh, so I watched that. I watched European Vacation for the first time ever. Oh, nice. You got to that. Yeah. That, I'm looking forward to Vegas Vacation because I found the trifecta on DVD for eight bucks. Yes. Vacation, European Vacation, Vegas Vacation. I already have Vacation, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I watched European Vacation. Is all right. <laughs> um, there's nothing particularly special about that movie. Was it I a little too it. much of a copycat? It was a little bit too much of them trying to do the same thing all over again. A lot more nudity than the original Vacation. Yeah, well, they had the excuse with Europe. Which is funny because <laughs> I was looking at the ratings and Vacation is 14A yeah. and European Vacation's PG. That's... <laughs> maybe maybe in between those two, the rating systems changed, changed? in the US? <laughs> you got a little bit liberal? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But now I'm sort of looking forward to Vegas Vacation, but not really. No, I understand that. I was hoping that European Vacation would at least be like, ah, it's not as good, but it's all right. No, it was it was just all right. I was about halfway through and went, oh, I cannot believe I'm still watching this. How much more time is left? Oh, that's rough. That's never a good sign for a movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was late at night. I that's fair. Coming coming home from playing ultimate and i was like i just want to watch this and then go to bed and then it's like oh my gosh this, this is so dragging hard. on yeah you never want that especially from like a comedy you exactly. never want the phrase dragging on to go because it's like it's not like they're two-hour movies usually nope so it was it was good but it wasn't great that that's what i'll go with um i continued watching life in pieces season three i'm still not done it because i had all this other stuff to watch yeah um i can't decide where i want to go next with this i'm gonna talk about the fact that i've seen like two episodes of daredevil oh accidentally accidentally Um, (laughs) it's an all right show i can't grasp the the concept of it yet but i'm getting there it's season one my brother's watching it so sometimes i'll just sit down and i'll have it on and so i'll be scrolling through something and watching it in the background makes a little sense i don't think i'm gonna pick it up and watch it just because but uh yeah no it's and it's funny because that's considered the best of the netflix ones <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me which explains why i'm kind of almost enjoying it but definitely wouldn't sit down and watch it because yeah. it it's just a little bit too much dragging drama for me and that's not my kind of thing that's the number one criticism i would give to all the netflix marvel ones too like that's why i, would, I don't like i would never recommend them to most people to be honest because they they drag them on too long and they're like, yeah. ma- well, like, they got to milk it for a season, right? And it, everything else that we consume Marvel wise is 
yeah done in six two-hour movies for the most part because you know i do watch agents of shield which is yes, one of the 24 I, episode season things but yeah I, I tried that i don't know if i've mentioned that on this podcast but i did try watching agents of shield for like three weeks and went nope yeah i can't i could see that again it's one of those ones like i love it it's just so it's so much of the same thing for me that's what i didn't like see and it's for me it's one of it falls into one of those like problem of the week shows or monster of the week shows that i just love because i love the cast and i love the world they're in that helps yeah well that helps exactly and that's the only reason i like i those are the kind of shows that i'm like i'm not trying to get other people to watch because i'm like yeah no i love them like it's fine you know i love it (laughs) like same with uh like the librarians which i mentioned a couple weeks ago like i love that show but you guys wouldn't like it it's like it's too campy it's it's a problem of the week again is literally problem of the week with that one and it's (laughs) yeah i could not uh, i don't think i could handle that i prefer to stick with with my other shows that are just off the wall strange i'm gonna leave my trailer off of my list and we'll talk about it when we talk about yours because we probably watched the same trailer um i'm gonna go into the last thing i watched this week which um have you seen this show on netflix yet scott i don't know how much netflix you watch but i'm sure it recommended it to you it's this little show it's a sci-fi original it's called happy oh see it's interesting i haven't watched that yet but i because it was on sci-fi actually uh, like i think it was a sci-fi show so i was planning to watch that before but then i couldn't get it online so i'm really happy it's on there i haven't gotten to watching it yet though i have watched eight of the 10 episodes oh snap you there liked it, didn't you 45 minute episodes starring christopher maloney and pat oswald and pat oswald as happy yes um the basic principle without giving away a lot of it is that um christopher maloney's character is a disgraced cop and um and uh he he becomes a he, he's become a hitman oh, after okay. after getting fired from the new york police department he, he basically becomes a, a killer for hire he's got all kinds of problems he's a drug addict yeah um like street drugs he's addicted to painkillers and things like that he's an alcoholic um he's got a very homeless look about him yes i noticed he that <laughs> believes that he's invincible oh and within the first episode he is begins to be followed around by a flying blue unicorn yes that happy is yes happy who is a an imaginary friend but not his imaginary friend oh that's the part i didn't know and i love that idea like just you saying that i'm like oh i want to watch that (laughs) so that is weird enough but holy shit it gets more this is the weirdest show i've ever watched in my entire life I'm they so have intrigued i don't know what kind of cable channel sci-fi is but they're my new best friends because they allow whatever oh, whenever yeah. and however you'd like it sci-fi has some of the my some of my favorite sci-fi shows <laughs> i've never and the weirdest thing is that it takes until the eighth freaking episode for there to be an actual sci-fi twist yeah, some that it, happens with some of those. It's it's just a it's just a strange show at first, and you're like, it's really weird that he like I can weirdly accept that this kid's imaginary friend has come to him, and he can see the imaginary friend. Yeah, we haven't explained why. 
but like I can <laughs> I can get there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's weird stuff happening, and then that's then that's where your sci-fi twist is, and I'm like, oh, what a st- okay. It's oh. just one weird, gruesome, makes you want to throw up or something else, turn after another. <laughs> There's so much blood in this show. It's silly. That's That actually sounds like a couple of their other ones. Like the One of their other ones is my favorite and only zombie show I watch uh, called uh, Frick. Uh, Z Nation, that's it. Z Nation, that's by Sci-Fi yeah. 2, and that is the bloodiest of zombie See, I don't think I get. could handle that because it's it wants to be a zombie show. Uh, Happy just has a thing about it where it's hilarious. Yeah, but it's so fucked up that <laughs> it like really intriguing. It's me. like how do you do this? But also, why are you so funny? Like, there's <laughs> there's one bit I can't even remember what happens. So like, there's no title sequence. They do okay. a recap at the beginning of every episode. All right. But there's no like there's no like theme song and all yeah. this stuff like that that you go skip on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It just at one point there's like a bell ding sound and it shows happy like the big <laughs> colorful letters on the screen and then it disappears for a second. It usually coincides with something. Okay. I can't even remember what it is. But happy ends up like hitting the ground on the thing and it's like he like and it's 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 something gross. I yeah. can't remember what it is, but it's something really gross. And he like hits the ground with like a squelch and then it goes ding with the happy thing on it. It was the funniest <laughs> thing. The show has made I like I've never wanted to throw up watching something. Oh, wow. But twice. <laughs> I've I've had to pause the show and get up and walk and be like, Alright, we need to water something because like, this, this show is insane That's scott crazy. you need to watch it i'll definitely be watching that this weekend especially put every, since it's yeah. short 10 episodes put it, <laughs> it, 10 45 minute episodes that i can it's, get in a day that i can do in a it's day. a it's a bruiser but oh the the worst part is i watched half of it in one sitting because oh, you so I, I sat down to eat dinner and I was like, I'm going to put something on, but I don't want to watch something I really want to get invested in because I'm going to sit down and eat and then I'm going to get up and walk away. So I don't want to put on Life in yeah. Pieces because I'll watch like six episodes no, of I it because you. I love it. So I was like, let's try out this happy show. Like it's got Christopher Maloney in it. I love that guy. He's yeah, yeah. hilarious. What's he been in recently? Nothing, right? All right. Let's, let's do this up. Four episodes later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time for bed. Three and a half hours, three hours later. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, I'm definitely curious about this show. I think it's based off a comic. I I don't know, but you need to put everything else on the back burner. (laughs) Well, see, I just finished Ballers. Oh, that kind of leads into my list. I just finished some stuff, so that leaves open to me to watch something. I might as well go since it's... Welcome to a natural segue. That's the last thing I watched because that's been all-consuming because (laughs) what else do you do when you start the show that has completely messed with your mind? Like, this is Damages level. Even worse than Damages in terms of being (laughs) fucked up. Like, Damages was strange. Yeah. This show is just insane. And I love it. And I love it. And I'm going to recommend it to everybody because it's that kind of brain hurting, I guess. Oh, see, I like a good brain hurt. I'm yeah. down. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Like I said, I just finished watching Ballers season three, which leads me into what go. I watch this week. Uh, yep. Yeah, so I just finished season three. I have more to say with Andrew since he watches that. I don't think you keep up with Ballers, do you? I've watched a couple episodes. It's entertaining. I don't think I could get like full into it. 
Yeah, see, luckily, like, it's not, like, I managed to make it through the season, but that's only because, like I said, they're half-hour, well, I didn't say that, they're half-hour episodes, and they're only 10-episode seasons, so it's really short, really quick. I like yeah, it just because The Rock's kind of, time. I like The Rock's, uh, like, charisma, even though he's not his most charismatic in these, but it's just, it's a good background show for me, uh, but yeah, it's okay. I could see why you wouldn't really watch it, though, because... Like, I don't, like, I don't know how, like, I could not recommend it to anybody because I'm like, I don't know why I watch it other than The Rock's in it. I, I couldn't tell you any other reason. And the guy I, whose name I always forget, he was in, like, uh, Hot Tub Time. I think he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, yeah, he's the co-star in Ballers. He's in a bunch of things. He's a funny guy. I don't want He's bald. Uh, <laughs> he is bald. All right, that narrows it down. Not really. Not on ballers. I'm not, I, that's that is fair. You, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That must be who you're talking about. No, we are t- next one. Who's next on the list? Uh, the next person on the list is John David Washington. I don't think it's Rob him. Corddry. I think he's their boss. Rob Corddry. That's it. I think. Oh, well, he would have been the one I actually picked out as bald. The problem is that every oh right is he hot tub time machine and yeah funny stuff warm bodies man i didn't see warm bodies stuff why can't i yeah um, yeah that's yeah him. that looks terrible but he's in God. he's the other reason i watch it because it's him him and the rock are partners right so it's he's hilarious i really enjoy his kind of like his cute brand of humor i remember like i said i remember him hot type time machine and a few other yeah. things nothing else sticking I can out right off see the top. him in my head but like in a bunch of stuff, but why can't I remember what he's in? Can't place it. Yeah, <laughs> this hurts a lot. You're, do you have the IMDb? Oh, he's on American Dad for a few seasons. I didn't yeah, know but that. that's not going to help me recognize. Well, no, him. no, I just, that was that's more of I, that surprised me. I didn't know. Children's well, Hospital. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to pick his. Uh, he was on Workaholics. Like voice out. Teachers. Oh, top Time Machine. He's in a couple episodes of Arrested Development, but I don't think that's it. He was in Sex it Tape. It might be it. Community. That, he was in Community a few, t- three times. Yeah, that might be it too. That could be a little bit of it. Happy Endings. Did you watch that show? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I think I watched that one. If I'm remembering what it is correctly, I haven't so, seen any of the movies that he's in though. Pain and Gain. Ben and Kate. Ben and Kate. <laughs> I like how we're just going through these. Yeah, <laughs> Both like, just like what? What what has he been in? He's been in why? some college. He was in a college humor pr- uh, clip. Yeah, but I never watched much college humor. The last college humor bits I watched were "What if Google was a real person?" Those <laughs> that was are a good one. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, Can I give some yeah. props for that one? Oh, he was in um, Harold and Kumar. I don't know if you saw that. I did, but I wouldn't remember. Like the only people that I would recognize from Harold and Kumar, the Harold and Kumar movie I watched were Harold and Kumar and and uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and that's it. That's fair. I'm just. I feel like he's very time. much like just based off his like thinks. He's also in like I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I'm thinking he's just been a bunch of comedies we've seen. Yeah, he's just background. Oh, he's, he's background noise, and you're just like, yeah, I know the guy, but damned if I could tell you what he's in. Yeah, and so, but yeah, it's, but like I liked him in the few things that stuck out. Mainly just Hot Tub Time Machine, but he's a, he's good in Ballers. He's funny playing off the Rock. You know the fact the that you know like. Him and The Rock being partners, they play off of the fact that, you know, The Rock is a specimen and that guy, you know, could hit the gym more often and stuff like that. So it's like like twins, except now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, I finished Baller Season 3. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched... Oh, I finished Season 3 of Legends of Tomorrow. That's one of the superhero shows I watched, Craig. I don't know if you yes, knew that. I I know that is one of the ones you watch. Okay. Yeah, I just finished watching that on Crave. Yeah, that was just one I was watching. That's one of those ones I put on while I'm cooking because then I don't have to pay attention because I've already watched it. Oh, well, that helps then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's what I that's what I do with Family Guy. That's fair. Yeah. And that's, be like, let me put on the Family Guy. Oh, yeah, I've seen this episode. That's a lot of the superhero shows for me when I'm rewatching them. Because I'm like, okay, I've seen yeah. this a bunch of times. It's just a comforting thing to put on in the background. Just exactly. listen. Join, you know. The you don't crew. even have to be looking at it because you already know what ha- what's happening on the screen. Exactly. Just and that's the big thing. listen to it and be like, like, yeah, I can see this in my head right now. Yeah. Because where my counter is and where my tv is doesn't line up so oh yeah no i have the same problem that's why i watch on my phone (laughs) that's that would drive me insane i couldn't do that well that's why i don't watch anything i want to see on a big screen (laughs) yeah that's fair uh so the last like uh well last not thing but besides the trailers that i watched was the first harry potter movie because i got a few of them on dvd so that now i have them all and i'm going to slowly make my way through them before this next movie comes out which is crimes of grindelwald uh, which yeah like, which i noticed the the other ones on netflix now i thought about watching it but i haven't i've seen one harry potter related thing and i stopped reading after the third book so i know next to nothing about it you can jump into fantastic i Beasts. can jump into that one yeah All right, so i was considering watching that this weekend so that's yeah. good to know yeah so you can jump into that one like all I'd say is like the stuff that's Harry Potter related. You just, if you knew it, you would enjoy it more because you would know it. Does that make sense? It's kind of yeah, like a superhero movie for with comics. Sense. Yeah. Well, I can do that. So yeah, I jump into everything else without watching. Exactly. Yeah. And see like material. these ones are only like part, like they're only kind of based off the books. Cause she's writing them. Like she's written the screenplays they're, for both. They're of these. like spinoffs. It's like watching the Hobbit without watching Lord of the Rings. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. That's a very, you that's don't the need best to know, actually. You you don't need to know what happened in the Lord of the Rings yeah. to enjoy The Hobbit because it's a standalone story that falls in the same universe. So if you've seen both, it's a better, more enriching experience. But if you haven't, then whatever. Exactly. And that's what I Ta-da. put for the same with uh, the Fantastic Beasts ones. And yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So Good I watched first Harry Potter. I'm going to be watching I the other ones. I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. Since in theaters. Oh, wow. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did too, but I've seen it a like a hundred times since then <laughs> i was never really that much into harry potter i read the first three books i really yeah. liked the prisoner of azkaban but like in terms of of reading a novel yeah. and i would totally read that book again but i just never maybe it was the daunting size of the order of the phoenix and then that each book after it, that yeah. which was just stupid that and i never really like I, I just never could be bothered to get it and then read it that's fair and i owned the first three so i you know made it through those but yeah, no, I definitely yeah. only read them all because I was given them all th- for Christmases throughout my childhood. That yeah. that certainly helps. Yeah. Funnily enough, I got the first three for Christmas. And That's then what I figured. Like, I know the exact box that you probably have. <laughs> oh, yeah. my brother yeah, probably we got it. We probably have the same one. It's like red, green, and purple or exactly, something Exactly, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got that box. <laughs> the primary color ones, yeah. I, <laughs> with, like, the kind of cartoony drawn yeah, covers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it was pre-movies, right? It yeah. Before, before the movies actually came out. Yep. Yep. I can't believe that came out in two thousand one. I mean, I can. I know it just makes you feel so old, though. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I remember going to St. Catharines to watch it back when that was a famous players. Yeah, no, I def- I saw it at the um, the Seaway. You know, because mm-hmm. that's all we went to when I was younger to till I could drive. 
Then I demanded. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where I saw. That's where I saw good old Agent Cody Banks. That's the only <laughs> movie I remember seeing as a kid. There, <laughs> I definitely saw both Cody Banks there uh, as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cody Banks. It's been a long time since I watched that. Oh, I have not seen since I was a kid. I cannot yeah. say it stands up as a, something adults <laughs> should watch, but for kids, it's great spy shit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> It's like just more intense than Spy Kids. Yeah, just a little bit more. It's meant for the slightly older. It's meant for the you know thirteen year old boy crowd, like who's not just who hasn't quite hit that I'm too cool for kids stuff phase. You exactly. know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. They still enjoy the kids stuff, but it's like closet enjoy the kids stuff. Exactly. So it's like Agent Cody oh, I remember Banks not right telling there. anybody that right I liked there. Cody Banks, but I remember still loving it. <laughs> I definitely went and saw it as a birthday party for sure. <laughs> Back in the good old days when you had kids' birthday parties. Back when it didn't cost $300 to take a party to the movies. Exactly. <laughs> you could bring a handful of kids to the Welland Theater. For 20 bucks on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's what makes me feel old. <laughs> movies have tripled in price in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, we were talking. I was talking about that today with a couple of people. It's like you can buy $20 movie tickets now. Yeah. it's Cause uh, you, If you want your seat to move, Why? <laughs> yeah that's yeah Uh, speaking of theaters actually that kind of leads into the trailers which is the last stuff i have on my list look at our natural segues killing it radio (laughs) professionals over here uh so i i'm curious about which one you watched so do you want me to tell you one of the two of mine yeah no yeah tell me tell me what you watched and let's see if that's what i watched i'll be surprised if we didn't watch the same one well i i feel like one of the two i watch has to be one of the ones you watch because it's the only big ones that have come out recently but i don't watch many trailers yes So, so it would have to be something that's attention grabbing and we'll explain why this is tough. I want to say uh, it was the Detective Pikachu one you, you watched. You better friggin' believe I I'm did. I'm so, so glad you watched that one because it was so great. So Deadpool for children. Deadpool for, for fam- children, De- yes. Deadpool for families is basically what wait, wait, I described no. it International as. Deadpool for children. International Deadpool for families, yeah. Because yeah. he can um, play multi-things, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when I first heard of the concept... Oh yeah, I was like, because I, I, I knew absolutely nothing about this, and they were like, they're making a Detective Pikachu movie, and I was like, whatever, straight to DVD. Yeah, and then I saw it again on my feed amongst all the the Stanley. Uh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention that. We didn't that even talk all. about that. Well, Stanley is making a cameo on the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, and I have said it in the past on this show that I'm not a fan of his cameos, but this one I am. Rest in peace, Stan. Yes, we will miss he did you. Have a very positive contribution to. Uh, all existence. our lives <laughs> exactly existence in general like yeah. even if you don't like the what what marvel has become or what marvel has done in the past 10 plus years you can't argue what it does if for the you world. <laughs> ever watched any of the superhero cartoons on tv it's a direct like it's it's yeah. directly he's directly, directly tied responsible yeah. for he watching was... the amazing spider-man so yeah you yeah. can't uh you, you can't you can't you can't say anything bad about the guy no, not a single thing, and he'll be dearly missed. Absolutely. I know I'll miss those cameos. I know you—they're still you, going to keep coming out. 
There's going to be a couple more. I'm hoping yeah. my one thing is I hope maybe as like a little homage they, is they should bring like back his... like a like a Grand Moff Tarkin type idea where he just kind of comes no. back in the background. Yes, do it. This I... is the one time that I'm in uh, that I am in favor of these no, cameos. I'd like bring the... him I back in his... CGI form. <laughs> no, no, that's so no. Please don't do that. I was thinking a couple of his cameos are him just as a poster in the background of movies. I believe that was the first Deadpool that was his cameo. Because that was just a poster. Uh, I might Don't quote me on that for sure, but I think I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But if not, in the future, it'd be really cool if that's just how it was. You know, like a comic book with his, somebody like, they just have that in the background and it's a little bit more visible. Or one of his old interviews is just on a TV in the background and that's his cameo. Bring him back as CGI. <laughs> Do it. Listen to me, Marvel. You don't make very good business decisions when you bring out Solo in the middle of nowhere and then try to compete against yourselves from a business perspective. That's a different division. Listen to me. <laughs> Disney's like a family, and sometimes the brothers butt heads, okay? Sometimes Do they got to prove who's the, got, who's the bigger brother, okay? Maybe, don't, maybe, maybe if you're Star Wars, you don't you know, play the dick-waving contest with Solo. Maybe you do that with Rogue One. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not arguing All I'm with saying that. is if I'm you're going to do it, don't, you don't it. show up on a cold day. Show up with the prosthetic. I know you got onto that. We were talking about Pokemon, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, well, because the point was that it, it, it showed... So Detective Pokemon showed up once, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. That seems stupid. Then it showed up again, and I saw that it was live action. I was like, what the... F- why <laughs> and then eventually somewhere along the line i got to voiced by ryan reynolds and i was like all right i guess i gotta watch this trailer i gotta at yeah. least watch the trailer because yeah why would you make this movie <laughs> and i don't know if i actually like the concept i love the concept I think it looks really dumb and I'm not going to like it. It's it it seems like it's set it, it it feels like it's setting me up to be a Ready Player 1. You watch the trailer and you're like, "Oh, that actually looks like it might be an all right movie." And then you watch it and you're like, "All of it was in the oh. You disappoint <laughs> that's, me. That's that's always the a possibility only good with any of, of them. that. The only good part of that movie is going to be Ryan Reynolds. You heard it here first. Well, I think the visuals looked pretty cool. I heard this one thing that, like, the theory is maybe that instead, so, like, the traditional Pokemon story is about a Pokemon trainer, but that's kind of an iffy thing nowadays. Like, he's not a Pokemon trainer. He always wanted to be a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer twice now. (laughs) But what I mean is, like, the idea of, you know, a human taking Pokemon and using it in battle is a little bit of an iffy topic to make a movie. So maybe they're like, but he's a detective. It's so I don't I don't know how they're gonna swing it together. Well, so this is what I'm really trying to explain. Don't. So the the, the right. idea is that the the detective part is that's the excuse for them to have to go around to the different regions and the different gyms in a sense or gyms because they don't yeah. have the gyms really I guess. But you know what I mean? Like just an excuse for them to be able to go investigate and see a bunch of Pokemon, which is the only part I want to see. To be honest, I just want to see the live action Pokemon what they do. I thought they looked pretty cool. Yeah, but, no, that Charizard was intense yeah and like the, i thought the pikachu looked pretty cool so i'm just yeah, fuzzy, i mainly just want to go yeah. check out that world fuzzy so. pikachu which is a thing i'd never even thought of yeah fuzzy pikachu 
I, I know what you mean, but to me, then it makes sense, though, because he's really, he's a oh, mouse. Absolutely. He's it a absolutely mouse. It absolutely does. It's just, it's just, it never, like, in my head, never once thought, it was the he's cuddly. It was the Jigglypuff that threw me off, because it had, like, a, it's mohawk, and then you could see, like, it had, like, kind of peach fuzz going on, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense, because, like, I guess not many animals are very, you know, like, as smooth as a cartoon would be, you know, <laughs> mine is, like, I'm fish. <laughs> I'm worried that we've seen most of the good parts. That's what I don't like. Like the bit with the the bit with the mime. I don't know Pokemon names, so like if it's you're not... you're pretty close. I'm pretty sure okay. it's, it's I think it's like it is something like something mime like or my meme. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm not great with those either. It doesn't matter. I know yeah. the I know the three Pokemon. starter Pokemon. That's the important thing. That is really there's so many of them yes. that it, it doesn't matter. Um like that bit and then the bit when they're in like the market and the kid's trying to say you can hear him right like you can hear what he's saying and he goes pika pika and they're like yeah pika pika he's so cute and he's like you can't hear me <laughs> yeah that I'm, i feel like that's that's pretty much we've hit the peak there they what could possibly be any funnier than that really aside well, from like a one-off thing that might be said by ryan reynolds along the way that's which that's again very, goes back to that's going to be the best part of that movie which means that the rest of it's going to be pretty disappointing this is all he's a possible great i'm person. still gonna go see it <laughs> that's that's fair i probably will too because it's deadpool for families exactly international deadpool come on Inter- international deadpool for families <laughs> with a very <laughs> diverse cast yes again international <laughs> international this is a big international play it's. I'm surprised it was by Warner Brothers as the like ones bringing it out. That's what well, caught me off. They're 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 trying to hit back. Well, it's well, it's a weird thing because you know Pokemon's owned by Nintendo and Nintendo doesn't really make any movies, so they had to license for, those rights. And Nintendo's notorious for not wanting to do that very often. So that was the part that caught me. They probably saw cash when they said we can get Ryan Reynolds. Pretty much, like I guess that that's would, what did it. Uh, and, yeah, that that's like The Rock making a movie. Ryan Reynolds not being on camera, but just talking is... Well, you know what else is... Like, this is based on a video game. Yep. That and only came Ryan out Reynolds in... voiced the uh, voiced Pikachu in the video game. Pardon? Ryan Reynolds voices Pikachu in the video game. I didn't know that. I found that out. Okay. Either that or someone... I heard that the game me. didn't even come out in North America. So that's all I was like, oh, that's why I never heard of this. <laughs> yeah let me look it up that's i heard just that in a youtube video so i can't say if that's for real or not but well, i read mine on reddit so you know <laughs> yeah none of these are confirmed sources <laughs> it's funny because exactly. i make rant videos sometimes about how hollywood doesn't confirm their sources <laughs> we're confirming our sources we're trying to producers of shorter downloadable game release Games initial version, Japan. Special demo version was released in Japan. Following the Japanese release of the game, dedicated fans started a petition requesting American actor Danny DeVito as the English voice actor for the titular <laughs> character. That would have been so funny. That would have been great. Like, see, and that I could see more too. Because to when I think detective, I think the you know the gruff kind of film noir detective. <laughs> And Danny Vito yeah, kind of has that. I don't see on. anything to corroborate that, so I'm gonna find that person on Reddit and uh, downvote them because that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, that happens. A uh, lot. Detective Pikachu received favorable reviews. So it was only released in Japan then. Film adaptation. It looks like it was planned to be released in. Oh, okay. Um, 
The film stars Justice Smith, Catherine Newton, Ken Watanabe, with Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Detective Pikachu. Warner Brothers Pictures will distribute it outside Japan. Legendary Entertainment is the one making it. Oh, I guess, yeah, that makes sense now then, okay. Danny DeVito would have been hilarious. That would have been a good pick. That would have been a good one too. I would have, I would still equally have been excited to go see Danny DeVito do this as well. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Voiced by Kaji Tang. What the? Kaji Tang? That's the name of uh, the guy who does Detective Pikachu's voice. Oh, in the in game? In the game. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that is not Ryan Reynolds. I either misread or someone's a freaking liar on the internet, which never happens. <laughs> that never happens no one, on the internet. No one lies on the internet. No. But that's okay. Yeah. So the last. What was the other trailer watched? you watched? Yeah. What was what that was, was uh, Toy Story Four, which wasn't really Ugh. a trailer. It was just a little teaser. There's not much Ugh. to it. You don't need to really watch it. But they also had a second one, which was called a teaser reaction, which was Key and Peele, because they're now in Toy Story, um, doing a bit that they've already done before, but with Toy Story instead. All right. Maybe I'll watch that. That one you'd probably prefer. Yeah. I have no interest in a Toy Story 4. I had no interest in a Toy Story 3. I, quite frankly, being too young to have an opinion, still didn't have an interest in a Toy Story 2. (laughs) I like Toy Story. I couldn't tell you what the plot of Toy Story 2 is, but I know what the plot of Toy Story is. I love them all. I was a big I Toy really Story like, guy. Really I, I was kind of on your same page when the third one came out. The second one, I was a little bit more... I was still young enough that I was kind of okay with it. Uh, I think. I don't remember exactly how old we were now, actually. The third mm-hmm. one, I remember being a little bit more hesitant about, but then they brought Toy it out, Story and it, I thought out. it did it justice enough. And so that's why I'm I, holding my reservations for this one. I don't like this. 2010 is when it came out. So we we're still in high school when Toy Story 3 came out. Yeah, no, no. I meant Toy Story 2. When did that one come out? Oh, Toy Story 2. Um, you know, I'm, I got three for as a DVD in high school. So I remember that. <laughs> yeah. 1999. Okay, Jeez, yeah. So we were definitely still young ago. enough for me to have been okay with that coming out this, this explains I, it too because i dressed up as woody and as buzz for at least half of my childhood because the other half was just anakin skywalker um and then batman i had four costumes as a child and i rotated through, through them till i was 12 <laughs> not sure. i remember seeing this movie but i definitely wouldn't have i don't know I don't, I, I don't remember liking it as much as I enjoyed Toy Story. Oh, no, the first one's the best one out of all of them. But I feel Absolutely. like the, the second and the third, for the new generations, like being for them as like a new introduction to maybe go back and then watch it, I, I'm okay with them. Uh, and like I said, I thought they did justice enough to the original. That they, didn't like, they didn't like go corrupting the lore or doing anything completely outrageous. So they're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not terrible sequels. But, but at the same time, I haven't watched any of them since they came out, so. Yeah, I haven't seen, I don't even think I've seen Toy Story 3. I will not be watching Toy Story 4 on principle. <laughs> I feel like if I can't watch Mary Poppins Returns, and I <laughs> can't watch Toy Story 4 for the same reason. <laughs> I'm lumping in the same boat, Scott. That's fair. I can, I'm not I'll taking ex- that back. I'll it's on that, record. And I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'll it's watch it and report back. 
So yeah. So that's the last thing. That was the last trailer. Because now I'm gonna lost on my list. We're gonna do something different this week. Um, I'm gonna talk about a thing I heard about cool. this week. I like rumors. Yeah, rumors. Uh, have you heard that some? I can't even come up with a, a an a, an offensive, non-offensive slur. <laughs> call someone. Um. That that some idiot, <laughs> dumbass, fuckhead, I don't know, a name, <laughs> thinks they want to reboot Shrek, Scott. They want to reboot a movie that didn't come out that long ago. Yeah, no, I'm on your side on this one. And and the worst part is with the same voice actors. Yeah. That's not a Why? reboot. That's, that's, that's a fucked like up sequel. That's like doing a cover <laughs> as the same freaking band. Yeah, no, I, I'm i on your side on this one. I, I can't argue with you about this. I almost made I, a rant video about the same thing. I don't want someone to tell me that Eric Clapton's doing a cream cover. I don't want to see. Yeah, that was a that was a nice. That was a long walk. Yeah, long walk for a short joke there. <laughs> I don't I'm want cool to see that. Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy do a Shrek reboot. Why? Why? Why not just leave it alone? I'm already a little bit angry they made as many sequels as they did because they really just hammered that. Man. Oh, I know. And as now they're they going to the start it DVD, again. Like, you guys killed this. <laughs> And now they're going to start it again. Yeah. And oh, God. Why? this one makes me, I agree. Cause I really, I dug the first Shrek. I was into yeah. it. Yeah, It's so good. I was even okay and with the second one. The second articles was on the internet saying why a Shrek reboot is a great idea. That's just dumb. They're all dumb. I agree with you on that one. It's just such, it's so fucking lazy. Like it's this, yeah. it's this stupid, like business running, like, you know, market research says, well, not market. It's not even market research. It's just that they know certain things have already made the money. So they're like, oh, we can just do that again. And it's like, well, fuck off. Like, I'm no, we're not that dumb. Come on. Well, some people are. That's the problem. That's the number one problem is that some people are. And it's like, oh, fuck off. You people and, who are going to go see the new Shrek. Like, oh, people will lap it up because it's, it was done. It's done by it's going to be done by the same guy that made Despicable Me, which yep. in and of itself is a tired franchise. So the, that's this guy is just looking at at kicking up tired franchises is and that's the part like, that baffles me too because it's like leave, well you guys came up with despicable me you know like you came up with the, the new franchise yeah, after shrek you come up with another one re- like you can retire ah <laughs> uh, like, just come up with something new like just that's the one thing that oh that i am more angry about a shrek reboot because it just makes it, it makes me feel like like the people that came up with this idea think that we're all really, really, really stupid. No, I, I, I hate agree. it more than I hate the Mary Poppins reboot. Yeah, no, I'm on your side. Cause at least the Mary Poppins reboot has the like, well, a, it's been a long time and Dick Van Dyke's at least in it. Exactly. Both of those. I will and give it's it like a, that it's technically credit. a sequel, not a reboot. Any, like, I don't yeah, know. exactly. That's true, but I'm still not going to watch yeah. it. No. And I, and principle. I get that, but this is like rebooting this. It's like, it's yeah. just dumb and it's so, like i said it's so lazy like you guys can't find some writers like hollywood is full of writers it's literally yeah. packed full of people who dream it is I, just to write stuff if if I hollywood doesn't have a bunch of people who write you really funny crap i'll do it right like now it, it might yeah, not be the best but i can come up with stories like i bet you we can come up with something that's better than a shrek reboot we've done 
at least three, maybe four, Hayless and Hollywoods, we've got material, okay, guys? They, like, they, they could make the commish animated and for families. Like, it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> I'm blanking on all the other things we've ever tried to pitch besides my we'd, idea of for how to reboot Firefly, which I'm still yeah, we, 100% on board with. <laughs> we redid a lot of a lot of stuff i'd have to it's been a while too like we haven't done one yeah. in well we did uh the, like the thanksgiving stuff or whatever oh did we do that um, one um or we did something where we like did was it halloween for... it might have been or it was like school fall. it was school yeah no it was, it was fall yeah fall stuff rom-coms that's what it was yep that's it was the the fall romantic comedies was that before <laughs> yeah or after because mine was pumpkin spiced something or other garbage yeah, yours, was, <laughs> yours was really good <laughs> I see hollywood you that. could use that pumpkin spice garbage uh, shit <laughs> yes yes the old hey listen hollywood pumpkin everything edition yeah that's what it was like like they could make they could make my pitch which was uh it's the great pumpkin charlie brown except do it as a uh uh, CW show. There you go. See Hollywood See? We're coming up with even more Universal. ideas that we've already told you about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just go back and listen to a couple episodes, and then come pay us. Yes. Um, we want so those yeah, that's I just obviously. Yeah. The, these guys are pretty greedy. Is basically the point. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally on your side with this one because it's got no reason. There's no reason. It hasn't even been five nope. years since the it, last sequel and like shrek came out in 2001 so it's not even 20 that years would be, old that would be like saying all right matrix. we are warner brothers and we well i was matrix i was gonna say we are warner brothers and we are going to reboot the harry potter series yeah it, that's an even better with one to daniel go with. radcliffe anyway yeah he's still alive like see that's the part that like would get to me too as, like the other guys like, years older doesn't mean anything we'll just put him back in the beginning role it's fine <laughs> it's fine he's like mike myers now. and ed yeah exactly <laughs> mike myers and eddie murphy haven't been relevant since shrek came out but we'll do it anyway yeah oh god i just yeah, yeah no i'm on your side on this one leave shrek alone yeah just stop be, it. be original Hollywood. That's that's the hashtag I'm gonna go with from now on. Be original for. Hollywood. <laughs> Some of us are like, yeah, okay. So people will go and see a Ghostbusters reboot. That's all right. But see that even like that one like didn't do that financially well enough that it's like it justifies them keeping doing this but it's, garbage. And it's still loud because at least Ghostbusters came out in the eighties. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, give and it at least like this friggin' century. It's basically the same decade at this point. Almost. It really is. It's, like, it's last decade so it's like redoing an 80s movie in the 90s what were you gonna redo ferris bueller's day off like like what i know this is i'm on your side on all this (laughs) hollywood i'm not even arguing with you i'm just yelling (laughs) i know we're both just agreeing with this (laughs) (laughs) we're we're yelling in the ether about nothing (laughs) uh anyway hence our podcast (laughs) on that note no one will andrew will listen to this hi andrew hi andrew you missed you missed the opportunity to yell aimlessly about things um he'll join us next week for plenty of yes he aimless, yes as he long will. as he has his if power his, back by then it, yeah if uh if if his if his town steps out of the 1800s which doesn't guarantee that's the sad part better uh better light the gas lamps we All love right. you campbellford <laughs> our home away from home 
away from home. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> eh? The genesis of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Yeah, that's true. We do owe that town a lot. We we do want it yeah. to be safe in the dark. <laughs> yes. Good Even though this is going to come out so far after their power was out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The two people who listen to the podcast from Campbellford are going to be like, hey, it's our town. Hey, we got to mention. We've got our, we got our power back. Anyway. Yes. Thanks for, thanks listening, for listening this week, guys. This week. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye.